With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. One, two, three, no, 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 wait. No, 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 we are the... Okay, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, it, wait, okay. how does it go? How's we it are go? the one, two, three. Okay, okay, okay. Give me, give me the cue. Yeah, give go, me the cue. Go, go now. Yeah. We are the one, two, three. Sore up everybody i am lunchbox i know the most about sports so i'll give you the sports facts my sports opinions because i'm pretty much a sports genius what's up everyone i'm eddie and i know the least about the sports but i'm your average sports fan your sports watcher don't know the who's who's and don't know the what's what's and something what some, excuse me no, no. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes when you work in radio the big show takes precedent over the where, little show where is ray he had the big show. He had a lot on his plate. He's in a side room, doesn't have time for the podcast because he's going to be here for hours working on a project that he was assigned. So we had to go groveling and say, hey, Morgan, number two, will you come on the podcast again? Everyone loved you. So here she is. Hi, friends. I have nothing, no information, no knowledge about anything sports. I really don't even watch it. The most I know is something that happens on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're like me. So I got to say, this guy, I'm in the front yard the other day, hmm? and the pest control guy, well, not really guy. I didn't know who he was. He's walking down the sidewalk, and I'm out there blowing some bubbles with the kids and, you know, kicking the soccer ball, and he walks up, and he's like, hey, man, how's it going? Good, how are you doing? Hey, I'm so-and-so with We Get Rid of Bugs. And I'm like... That's the company name? I, I don't remember. Okay. And I said, like, it's not very... I mean, whatever. It's very to the point. I yeah, like he, it. He's like, and I, you know, I'm just walking around the neighborhood to see if you'd be interested in uh, getting rid of your bugs. I said, oh, actually, I'm great. I'm already happy with All-American Pest Control. They do an amazing job. Shout they, out. Yeah, shout out. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, I mean, just letting you know, a lot of people in the neighborhood are switching over to We Kill the Bugs. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but all American pest control, they do they come quarterly, they tear my bugs. I, I don't need anybody. I'm 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 very happy with their service mm-hmm. and what they provide. So the goes, second time you've already told them. Second time I've already told him, he goes, Well, I mean, I'm just telling you, we're probably cheaper. And a lot of people in your neighborhood are finally making the switch to we kill the bugs. Oh, that's the third time now. And I'm like, Oh yeah, man, unless you're gonna uh pay me to kill my bugs, then I'm good. And he goes, I mean, you had the Johnson 
family up there on the top of the hill and the uh, Maverick family over there in the uh, on the, the, the street two over, they're switching. I've never heard of Maverick as the last name. <laughs> and I'm like, so you think – my whole thing was his buildup was if I throw out the Johnson family on top of the hill mm-hmm. – that oh now that you say the Johnsons are switching, they always make good decisions. It, I'm a, is that not a good technique? Because you were a door to door salesman. Is that is that not work? I, I don't think I've ever told someone. Well, your neighbor bought popsicles. Your neighbors bought world's finest chocolate. I don't think I've ever said that unless the neighbor said, "Hey, you should tell them I bought five. They need to outdo me." Something like that. But I don't know why he thought that telling me the Johnsons at the top of the hill switched how is that going to influence my decision dang and it seems like too you just you weren't going to buy so you couldn't get rid of him like you tried everything no i'm good you even went to the whole like look if you're going to pay me i'll do it but other than that we're we're not doing business together how do you get rid of people well i usually don't answer the door if they come to the door but i was in the front yard so there was nowhere to go and then he goes well i'll just leave this right here and he had one of those uh door damn what do they call them? Door hangers or what? The things they hang on their your door. Okay. I think it's a pamphlet. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. So he just here and he left it on my fence. Just in case you change your mind. Just in the case fourth I was, time. the fourth time. But I just thought it was an interesting strategy. Hey, the Johnsons at the top of the hill or whatever. I'm like, I, I don't I care. feel like that's a 60s strategy strategy. Like back in the day, you cared what your neighbors did or thought. Like that was a very big thing, I feel like, before technology was a thing. That's how you communicated with people your neighbors, your community. But now, in the 2020s, people don't communicate that way. People communicate by writing on the little, what's the little neighborhood app? Oh, yeah, Nextdoor app or yeah, something? Yeah, that's Next how they door, communicate. Yeah. They're not, they really don't know their neighbors down the street, which, you know, that's a consequence. You mean the Mavericks? Yeah. And the Johnsons up like, on the hill? I have hill? no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's another thing. Does he think I know the Johnsons Do and the Mavericks? Do you know the Johnsons and no. the Mavericks? No, and A, I guarantee you those are made-up names. Right, I, I've never heard of Mavericks as the last name. He, he goes with a common name, the Johnsons, mm-hmm. and when that doesn't ring the a bell, Smiths. Yeah, he goes with the Maverick, thinking, "Oh, maybe if it's a unique name, they'll be like, well, they're kind of cool.'" Oh, uh, and it didn't work because I just was like, "Okay, thanks, man." Like he left it on the little his little pamphlet there and walked on. Do I'm, you, do you okay. guys feel like door to door sales is like a sign that it's not a good company? Because that's kind of how I feel. Oh, that's interesting. Because, like, tell me more. I don't feel like really good companies that are having really good business have the time to go door to door. They're too busy and they're marketing other ways and it's working that the last thing that they're doing is getting a door-to-door salesman because I don't feel like door-to-door sales does what it used to do. So I thought about this because I did get a knock on the door, like, I don't know, a few weeks ago, and it was a not ring or any kind of, like, reputable doorbell camera company, but it was a guy selling doorbell cameras. Oh, see. All right? And I thought, well, no, I'm good. If I if I want a doorbell camera, I would just go get a ring over at uh, Lowe's or whatever or a uh, – What's the other one of the uh, Home Depot? No, no, no. The other ring the door camera. Nest. Uh, Nest. Simply safe. Nest or whatever. Some of the big ones I've heard of. Honestly, I only thought there was ring. No. Because no. whenever you read a story, they always say it was caught ring. on the ring doorbell camera. They yeah. never give, even if it's not ring, I, I would assume that they're not all ring. I bet you some of them are the ones you said. Yeah. But no one ever gives credit because you just assume ring. And you want to know what the crazy thing about the ring doorbell cam is? Please tell me. Yes. He went on Shark Tank and was offering, you know, tried to pitch his business. 
And they said, this will never work. <laughs> they all said but they do no. That, do that. They do that sometimes, right? They, they do make mistakes sometimes, yeah. and they are like, oh, man, this is not good. I, I'm sorry, but it, I just it's don't crazy. see. I don't see enough people wanting this. There's not enough interest. The technology, can it keep up? Is it really any different? And boom, billion! They sold it to like Amazon for like a billion dollars. Crazy! Yeah. They're they're everywhere now. Yes. I don't know anybody who doesn't have a doorbell ring. You're camera. looking at him. I don't have one. Why? It's the easiest he, he form of security. He says he doesn't need it. I don't need it. You know why? Because I don't answer the door. You know what I told Lunchbox? This is funny that he doesn't have that because I told him if he had cameras at his house, which apparently his wife wants him to get right. Oh, she wants uh, not cameras. She wanted uh, what are you? Front- the ring. No, no, no. <laughs> Just like front door, front porch cameras. Yeah, they uh, cameras. Ca- cameras. It's not a security system. Oh, whatever. It's a security yes. system. I don't know. So I, don't know I told Lunchbox. It's not connected to like a home security company. No, no they, you, they are. Neither is Ring. They oh. can be. I have oh. Simply Safe and they're all connected. They can be. But you don't pay for like a standard AT&T $2,000. I maybe pay 25 bucks a month. It's great. Got it. The new technology is great. We can have that conversation elsewhere. <laughs> no, anyway, I, I don't right understand. Here. I don't get it. <laughs> but I just, I just don't how does it. that little thing L- see? <laughs> Lunchbox had come onto the show and talked about this crazy story about the squirrel attacking him. I was like, Lunchbox, if you had cameras, viral. that would have been your moment to go viral. viral. You video. got attacked by a squirrel. No, it's not only about security. It's more about it's, ca- funny it, it's also about capturing cool moments like that. You ever see the, the videos where people are slipping on the ice in their front yard? How do you think they got that on camera? The ring camera, dude. It's the just Bobcat? capturing fun things. Remember the Bobcat recently? Yep. How mm-hmm. the guys caught the all on the camera. Yes, but I don't need everything to be on camera. I, I think we rely too much on cameras. We're over camera cameraing everything. There's cameras everywhere. You can't even live life without it being documented. What are you fighting? It's already a part of your life. There's one at looking at you right but now. But it's not recording me. I'm saying you don't you, know that. You that's, can't that's even. That's very true. You don't know that. You can't even walk down the There's street. There's one in your bathroom. Do you know that? Probably. My wife likes to watch videos when I'm not home. There, oh, you just covered cover the camera. My camera with a piece of paper. <laughs> no, there's another one looking at you. They're, but that's what everywhere. I'm saying. We are over-cameraing everything. You can't even go through life now without just being you. You have to be on someone's camera always. Everybody. Well, you can't be yourself when you're on camera? No, I'm just saying, like, I don't want people you have to, build, to <laughs> you have to put like, on a show all day? Hello, I'm a lunchbox. I got a camera like, right, on like, me. For me to walk down the street, I want to walk the dogs and my family, and I don't Just want you. know you're on camera. I don't want you filming us walking. Like, well, it doesn't record unless you want it to. Well, that's what I'm saying. But why? What if someone's like, "Oh, you know what? I like that family. I'm going to watch that clip over and over they, again." They do. And they can do that. That's not cool. Like, get out of here with that crap. Sorry, I'm not for that kind of life. <laughs> I don't no. like swinging. But but well, I don't understand though. Like that, that's happening. So what are you going to do about it? No, no, there's nothing I can do. But I don't have to be part of the problem. I don't have to be filming other people as they walk You're by. You're not my house. filming other people. You're really as you only walk just by. filming your yard. Well, yeah, like but you can film happens. this. You film the sidewalk in front. But you don't have to do that. You I, could film. You could. I, it could literally if, just be on an angle at your front porch. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you can set the sensitivity to when someone walks yes. into your yard, then it starts filming. Yeah. Not, why? Why gonna, do I need to film the guy dropping off a package? You know why? Okay, it's the other I've dude. had two instances. My front camera, besides the bird watching that it brings me, which is pretty funny. Kind of cute. Okay, Amy. <laughs> but no, it, my doorbell camera picks up. She's been doing it way before, Amy. It, oh. It's just been on there, like chilling on my ring camera. That's funny. It's not intentional. It just happens. But there's two instances. I had a drunk guy, like, blowing up my doorbell at 2 a.m., and I didn't have to go downstairs to look. I mean, I lived by myself. I hate to tell you, I wouldn't go down and look anyway. If someone's knocking on my door at 2 a.m., I look out the window, 
or I, I don't, I'm not expecting anybody. Call 911. Boom. There you go. Well, but that's what I'm saying. I don't even have to go. I can just look on my camera and be like, I don't know who that is. Call 911. I sit in my room, safe, secure. Nothing has to be happen. But and what if that guy came in your house and murdered you? You have video of him. Yeah. Now. Because because if he comes in your house, beats all you guys up, steals all your stuff or whatever, and you didn't have camera, you're like, he looked, he was uh, six foot tall. He was, uh, uh, he had uh, brown hair. Like, literally, this has his face in high definition walking into your house. Like, yeah. boom, they catch the guy because of that. I don't understand why you're so anti that. Hey, here's the thing. I've lived... 39 and well, a half it years. It only has to happen once. But only the has world once. is right. different No, now. it's not. The world is more safe now than ever. Because of cameras. Because, because of cameras. there's <laughs> damn cameras Got everywhere. Him. Because we have too many. But, because but we, of cameras. Cameras. It, I, was, I guarantee you if there's a burglar driving in a neighborhood, they say, camera, not that one. Yep. Camera, not that one. They're Ooh, always going to choose the one that doesn't have cameras. Look at that one. No cameras. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't going to that one. Sorry. <laughs> Ray, hit the gun. Oh, he's not here. Forget it. <laughs> No, that's the problem. They wouldn't go near your house because they don't want noise. They're not going to waste bullets on a dog. Oh, gosh. Ray's not even here. That was a startling noise. (laughs) There goes. (laughs) Guys, don't don't do that. That gives me anxiety. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I'm just not for the camera lifestyle. I don't need to be filmed. Camera lifestyle? This isn't swinging, dude. It's like. Are you talking about camera lives? You have one in your pocket right now. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No. Where's your phone? On the ground. Oh, well, there's looking at you <laughs> then. It's looking at your butt. That's fine. But that's what I'm saying. But I don't need to be filmed by camera somebody. Camera culture. Like if I'm on the real world or I'm on the challenge or something like that, yeah, they can film me 24-7. But I don't need my kid walking down the sidewalk to be filmed by every person in my neighborhood. I just don't think so. I don't like it. Yeah, but just just know that the majority of the time, that's not even what they're looking at. Yes, there are creeps in the world, a hundred thousand percent. But ninety nine percent of the time, that is not what they're paying attention to. They're paying attention to whatever's happening on their. That's how people catch porch pirates. That's how you make sure your packages get delivered. Man, my safely. friend, like my friend, posted one of this dude that stole his plants in the front yard. That's crazy. <laughs> you, you see the dude walk up there and and ring the doorbell, hang up, and then look at the the pot and be like, oh, "That's a nice pot," and he. Gets it, picks it up, puts it in his truck, comes back, gets the second one, puts it in his truck, and he's gone. <laughs> There's the dude's face right there on camera. Why would you steal the these no plants? Well, that's what I mean. Well, my, my friend said that he's like, those are pretty expensive pots that my wife bought. And okay, yeah, but like, it's never going through my head. Oh, those are nice pots. I want to steal those pots. You I think, know what I mean? I think he had planned it first, and then you think he'd driven by and seen yes. the pots. Yeah. Yes. So did he go back? I don't know if he was stealing the pots or the plants. I don't know what he liked more. I mean, he has to live far away, though. Otherwise, you stick them out, you're going to know they're your pots. And then my friend said, like, dude, good for him because those pots are like 200 pounds each. Like, they're so big. And you can see the guy struggling, taking them all the way to his van. It's pretty funny. That's so interesting. Yeah. But but we're not here to convince you to get cameras. The whole point of my story was that this guy was selling an off-brand camera system, right? Yeah. And I'm like, no one's going to buy this from you, dude. Like, we can literally buy one for $50 down the street. No one's going to buy it. I go walk my dog, and you know how they put signs for, like, I guess they give you a discount. You put the sign oh, in yeah, your yard. Yeah. It's sort of like if someone fixes your roof or siding, they put you get a discount. Jimmy's siding, and you yeah. get a- So I'm walking the neighborhood, and, like, 20 signs are in the yard. Like, dang, this guy sold 20 camera systems to 20 houses in this yard maybe, I, in my neighborhood. So maybe the door-to-door still works a little bit because people don't, Think about that they need it, but when it's right there and presented I mean, to them, they can okay. schedule it, pay for it, and they'll be installed by tomorrow. Why not? Well, I think it goes to show that it works better with the older generations because the older generations 
aren't paying attention to things on their phone as much. So maybe it, the door-to-door still works on that side of things. But somebody who's my age and they come to my door, I'm like, I've already researched this 10 times over on the internet. I already know Have what I'm doing. Have you bought anything from a door-to-door salesman in Never. like the last five years? No. Never. I, here's the I didn't even buy Girl Scout cookies from a door-to-door. I bought it from a girl online. That's terrible. It was, it was a Girl Scout online. Why? Why? Here you go. Old school. Tell us. No, Radio no, Shack. No, I'm going to tell you this. I'm not for that last One while. thing I, I think door-to-door salesmen struggle a lot more now is because no one answers the door. If someone knocks on my door, I just don't answer it because I know there's no one coming to my house. Like I, I, you, ne- I, you just don't answer it? I just don't answer it. I'm not expecting But you, you look out the no. window. No. <laughs> you just don't answer it? What if your house is on fire? Well, I think I'd smell it. No. What if it's like <laughs> in your backyard and you can't smell it and your neighbor's like, hey. I guess there's well, a difference in the yell, knock. There's yeah, a difference then, in the knock. And then they would yell, fire, fire. Yeah. I mean, I would hope that we do that instead of just knock, knock, knock. So when I'm not expecting. That's crazy you don't answer the door. When I'm not expecting knocks. anybody, I don't need to answer the door. Like, I'll be sitting on the couch and I'll have. Well, you do have a really, really big house, so you probably can't hear the door, huh? Yeah, that, that 1,800 square foot house is just <laughs> gargantuan, dude. Let me tell you, I can I can throw a rock from my front door to my back door, no problem. <laughs> but yeah, I can't hear a knock. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And I mean, I have the, the the long part of the couch. I don't even know what you call it. Uh, like it sticks out. Yeah, it's where you can lay down. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what that's called. You know what you know what he's talking about? Yeah, I do. It's, I don't, it's, I'm it's trying just, to think of what it's called. There's the couch and then there's an extender the where you put your side. feet on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but I'll be there and my feet will be sticking out. And uh, someone will knock. I'll just pull my feet back. So, just, <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. You hide. Yeah, you have glass door. You have a glass window on my so door. So they can see you. If they're looking, but usually they're not. They're probably just kind of looking at their phone. They knock, and then they look up. I had I had it when we went for Halloween. We were uh, trick-or-treating. I had to teach my kids not to look in the houses because they're immediately, especially my foster son, he was like, this is so cool. They open the door. You can see their whole house. So he sticks his head in the house in the, through the door and looks like, ooh, nice couch. And I'm like, don't, don't do that. <laughs> they're just they're just. To be open. fair, looking into other people's houses is very fascinating. <laughs> <It> <laughs> I don't is. know why. It really was to him. He was like, this is amazing. I'm down for that, but that's why I don't need I don't need a camera because I don't answer the door. So I'm sorry for the door to door salespeople. That's sales crazy people. that you don't answer doors. Yes. Well, why would you? They're just gonna try to say something. I don't know who it is. Could be my neighbor. Uh, Wait. Could so be anyone. You, you said you're not answering the door for all these people, but why are you mad at me for not buying Girl Scout cookies? Well, here's because <laughs> yeah, here I'm, I'm gonna tell you this. That is one thing that is wrong with this generation of kids. Here we go. Oh, I'm about to get yelled at <laughs> by dad. I'll tell you what. No, is they don't go to door to door anymore. She just said they did. Yeah. I have lived at my house for s- seven years, and not one single Girl Scout has come by and tried to sell me cookies. Me the too. only time you me see too. them is like uh, in front of the grocery store every once in a while, or there's a spot in the road they just set up on a, cor- a street corner yeah. where you can pull into a parking lot, which is fine. But what happened to the grind of going door to door? They would sell so many more cookies. I'm going to tell you what. I did that whole door to door thing. Like, we'd have charity things through sports that you had to buy things, whatever. There is nothing about that that taught me anything. Like, I hated doing that when I was a kid. So, like, I could easily go without that and sit on a corner and still probably learn similar life lessons. You're interacting with people. You're making sales. No, I like the corners. I I, yeah. I, I will stop every time if I see them on the street corner. I'll turn around. Are you and, talking about Girl Scout cookies? Or what are you talking about? Well, girls on the corner, <laughs> okay, Girl Scouts, or the other okay. ones. I really hope you're talking about Girl Scout cookies. I love girls on I the corner. I love girls on the corner down there at 6th and Main. <laughs> dang, Betty with two teeth. How much, Buck Betty? Buck Betty, you know what I'm saying? You guys know what I'm talking about. She used to be a lot lizard. Okay. 
Lot lizard. We learned yeah. that. Few so, back. lot lizard? You yeah. know what that is? No. Okay. Tell it's, her. It's where women just it, hang it, out in trucker parking lots, and they just go from truck to truck. Yeah. A lot lizard? And they're called a lot, lot lizard. Because you know, so, like those big old truck what? stops that have all the truckers camped out on the highway? They're sleeping yeah. in the back. Yeah, these I women thought, just parking lots. I thought lots. all those truckers, a lot of them had wives. Mm. Well, they might. Mm. But they ain't not, they're not there, and Lot Lizard comes a clock, slime. She comes a squirming her way up the door. Why do you think the truck's shaking? It ain't because the cargo. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Oh, yeah, I could have gone my whole life without knowing no, that. No, because now when you're. No, because tra- now I'm going to drive by one and be like. <laughs> you're going to yeah, be on a yeah. road trip with your family, and you're going to stop at one of those, and you're going to be like, guys. Yeah, that you ever heard of dirty. a lot and lizard? You're, and you're going to look at the women in the gas station. Lot like, lizard. Is she a lot lizard? That's or, a lot lizard. Yeah, that makes me feel so dirty. I know, but you're going to think it. I'm telling you. You definitely are 100%. Oh. Coach, okay. I, I honestly don't think that it's safe for kids Stop. to go door to door. Stop! Why? I, I just don't think it's okay. Why? I, I, what is unsafe about not? Do you do you trust the people in your neighborhood? I don't know. No. 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 I don't you know everyone in, your, in li- my neighborhood. Well, you don't know. Like, like my you next, don't know everybody. Your kids' school, but you let your kids go to school. My next door neighbor, my next door neighbor, literally, oh. I've never met him. Like he has a. All, all I know is because my boys hit baseballs in their backyard and they have to kind of go in the backyard. There's a little crack there that they go and get the balls out. But there's they say that there's a door, a, a sign on his door that says "sick, leave me alone." And like that's it. And I've never met the dude. I saw him one time coming back from the store with like a case of beer, and this was like at eleven o'clock at night. And that's the only time I've seen this dude. So so you imagine my kids going over and oh my god, I want this. No no, no but they wouldn't knock because it says "sick, do not bother." So you'd move on to the next house. Okay. Like I can't believe. I'd like to sell you some cookies. Did you did you not sell stuff door to door when did, you were a kid? I did, and I remember some families, never dads, all moms or, or or women would say, "Come on in, let me look at your catalog and come sit down on the table." And I remember walking into that house and feeling awkward as crap as I sat in her kitchen table, <laughs> and she's looking through the little, well, that's nice wrapping paper, and I'm just like, "What am I doing in this house? This is so weird." It's literally the direct polar opposite of the whole thing. Don't talk to strangers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not good coach. You're 10 years old. You're not a salesman. You're not an adult making money. Like you're 10 years old. Have no business going door to door selling things. And I went door to door like a madman. And how did you do it? I crushed it. I, cr- I I was so good at selling things. It didn't matter what it was. I would sell out. It, I mean, guys, there was like a- what you had the chocolates. What else? We had you? the world's fine world's finest chocolate with almonds. And milk. I was wondering <laughs> if you'd like to buy any. Uh, blow pops because my sister, uh, the high school softball team, they were trying to buy a pitching machine. So their fundraiser was selling blow pops. I'd sell two boxes of blow pops Dang. a day going door to door. Okay. Let me just point out though. This How much? Is 25 food. cents? 25 cents. Everybody always wants no, to buy no. food. Uh, seventh grade Spanish class. You had that big old fold out thing that like a wrapping paper was $40. Wrapping the, paper. That's what the, I was talking the about. The tin of cookies was $50. Yes. No one sells anything, right? I sold a hundred freaking items out of that thing. Because just in your neighborhood, or would you go to other neighbor- neighborhoods? Well, when I'd hit my whole neighborhood, I'd go over to my cousin's neighborhood, drop me off my aunt and uncles. I'd walk their block. I'd go wherever the money took me. I'd stand in front of the grocery store for hours you on the would? week by yourself or with your parents. By myself, they'd drop me off, and like with the world's finest chocolate, the extra boxes, I'd put them in the ice thing in the freezer. And when I'd run out, I'd go inside and get them out and. Sell them at the convenience store. No, at the grocery uh, store, and they let you do that. Absolutely. So you would go to the grocery store, and you would. uh, Can I speak to your manager and say, "Hi, I'm uh, 
I'm Lunchbox, and I'm selling the world's finest. I'm Jason Gibble for our for balconies, our little league fundraiser this year. We're selling world's finest chocolate, chocolate with almonds and nuts. I was wondering if I could stand out front. Uh, yeah, no problem. So, and on top of that, I would like to use your freezer to store them. Yeah, just no. They would say, "Oh, you can just put in the ice, you know, thing and keep them cold. Uh-huh. Cool." Oh, oh, you're talking about the big box that has ice in it. Yeah, got it. Ice bags. Gotcha, yes, got gotcha, you, got gotcha, you. Gotcha. Because it's usually right there at the front of the store, and that's where I'd store my chocolate. But like you said, it never taught you anything going door to door and selling things. There was one house, literally, I would, with that 100-item thing, I would go there, and she would say, oh, maybe tomorrow. And you'd I'd go back tomorrow. the next day. And she'd say, oh, maybe tomorrow. I went back five days <laughs> in a row. I kill you. And my parents, I was like, hey, Dad, I got to go to hey. that house again today. I have to get go to that house again today. And so my dad was like, time you showed my dad up? was like, no, no, she doesn't really want you to go by. So the fifth time, I go, knock, knock, knock. And then <laughs> <laughs> she bought something. I she get bought the something. perseverance. And that's, that's what like I'm once in a blue moon. <laughs> but, so stupid. But I am telling you, it is, I don't, if you don't trust. So what your, did you learn? I learned how to sell. I learned how to talk to people. I learned how Man. to negotiate on my feet. I mean, I learned a lot, a lot, a lot of, um, what do you call it? interpersonal? Yeah, you tell me you learn to talk. What is, Go it? Ahead. is it called interpersonal? I don't know. You're selling me on something right now. So interpersonal connections. Yes. And, and communication and how to talk to, to talk to people and, you know, discuss and explain your side of something, everything. It's all that you learn as a kid. It, but you claim that you were such a good businessman as at what? Eight salesman. years old. I, I had a uh, job. Salesman. I had a job offer from Wrangler. The, said, the gene company. Yes. When you turn 18 and graduate high school, I'm hiring you as a salesman. Okay. Because I was that jeans. good. Uh, at the Western store or like where? No, traveling. Traveling gene salesman. I like, do feel like if you would have gone into sales like for your whole career, I feel like you could have been a millionaire by now. Because I do, when you do talk, you captivate people by like just how you present yourself. So I do feel like you could have gone there wrong. You could have made more money there than money. here. Yeah, probably. I, I agree with that. So why don't you do that? It's still not too late. I mean, I don't even know what I'd sell now. Like, I mean, there's so much. There is so much. You're an inventor too. You like to invent. I, I things. do try to invent things, but that's why I just find it crazy. You say it's not safe for them to go door to door. I don't think it you is. You live in your neighborhood because you think it's a safe place. We, that's but, wh- but we also close our doors and lock our doors. Oh man, I mean, right? Yeah. I mean, don't but, we also lock our doors in our neighborhoods? But what I'm saying is, if you trust your neighborhood and you let your kids play outside in your neighborhood, you have to think that your neighbors are going to look out for your kids and that's why i have no problem with kids but what about your cousin's neighborhood you didn't live there you didn't know my cousin you didn't know anything about that neighborhood but my cousins live there if they live there and their parents think it's safe then it's probably safe yes you you would absolutely hope that but the reality 99 percent of kidnappings are by someone you know it's not just some random you know in the neighborhood no, when there's something strange. It's usually a relative or close family member. That yeah. is, I mean, it disappoints. And so the online well, thing, the, the only thing time I bought online. We're just talking online, like worst case scenarios. This we're is what I hate. Case I, I, I find it just lazy by the kids or the mom. Like To this, do online is lazy? But isn't that how we sell shirts? innovative. Isn't that how we sell coach shirts right now? Or yeah. are we being lazy? No, how about you get a hey, box of coach different. shirts and go around no, the neighborhood and sell what? Lunchbox's whole idea is Working, what is it? Working smarter, not harder. That is working smarter, not harder. That's it, the whole point of that is by just putting true. it online. It's that's sort true. of like the kid that you're being be, hypocritical. You'd right be now. in a competition with. You would try to outsell them when you're a little kid, right? 
and their mom worked at a big old corporation and would just come in and put the sign-up sheet and have people sign up. The kid didn't do a damn thing. And you'd be battling, (laughs) battling with them, trying to outsell them. And you're out hustling. And that mom just took it to work, and the kid didn't do one thing. Again, working smarter. No, it's called, called, what did that kid learn from that? It's called you're just bitter for someone that had a better idea. No. Make their parents do the work. No, my parents didn't have a big corporation job. How about how about the person that started a restaurant, a burger shack, right? And he doesn't have the money to pay for employees, but he's out there making burgers, flipping burgers all day. But then there's the other guy who's got more money. He hired a whole staff of 10 people to make the burgers. And guess what? He never goes to the burger shack because he just chills. It's the same thing, Coach, except one of them doesn't have no, no, no. the parents no, to because, do the job no, for no, him, because, and the other one does. No, no because that one guy got to where he is to have that money to be able to hire the employees. Uh, that what if kid, he was born in the, in the money? That kid, he was just, well, he still learned how to hire and run a business because you can't get that far. You can't just hire the wrong people. So he hired the right people to make you're the You're missing burger. the point. No, 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 I'm just poking holes in your point. That's, I don't need a poking that, hole. That, that's what I'm doing. You have a theory, and then I poke holes in it, and then you say you're not getting it. No, I understand what you're saying, but what I am saying is – the kid learned nothing from that, and he didn't have to do anything. And they're like, oh, he's the number two salesman. He ain't the number two salesman. His mom's the number two Ooh, damn salesman. Give her the prize. The only time I've ever bought online, though, is when Honey Boo Boo was selling Girl Scout cookies. I did buy from her just there so I could go. say I could bought them from Honey Boo Boo. Yeah, and she probably was the top salesman. I have no and idea. I someone you. like different you all Different people have different resources. But at the end of the day, the whole point of working is to work smarter. Not harder. Yeah, I mean, you're still working hard if you're working smart, but, but you're you're work you're finding throw- the best way to do something. Here, when it's my okay. kids and it's time for them to sell something, I'm gonna make they're them, ready now. They're gonna go out and sell it. They're not gonna just make a post on Facebook and not do anything. I think that- they could do both. Okay, that's fine. I'm gonna tell you, I don't think there are a lot of kids out there selling stuff still. Yeah. Okay. There really, there really aren't. Like Girl Scout cookies are the only ones I see. My kids don't really have sales things. Like they don't that. sell stuff for Little League. Not really. Little League, we the parents we pay like two hundred dollars a season, and then they're sponsors. They make a lot of money without raising money for little leagues. That is depressing to me. I think it's because they just don't want the kids out there going door to door. I mean, trying to. Well, and the reality put themselves is, the parents danger. probably have to go out with them, and the parents are like, I don't want to do it. That no, long. Let me just they don't. Bucks. That's what I'm saying, guys. Trust your kids. Let them learn it's how. Not to, trusting my kid. It, learn how to opt. <laughs> it's trusting it's other trusting people. other people with my kid that Strangers. I don't even know. Your kids have to learn to navigate the world. Yes. Okay? Yeah, when they're older, yeah. How, how old? Now, when they start driving, they'll start navigating the world. It's a little too late if you're not letting them out in the world before they're 16. What, that, do, you mean, what, what do you mean let them out in the world? Do they play in the woods? Yeah, they do that. How, how old is your son, your oldest? 13. How far would you let him ride his bike away from your house? Anywhere in the neighborhood. Just can't go all the way to the main street. Anywhere. Stay in the neighborhood. I don't care. Man. But don't go to the main street. Don't go where all the traffic lights are. If they're traffic lights, you're gone too far. I think you can find ways to teach them similar things without making them go door to door. I do think you could figure that out. I'm not saying door to door is the only option. We were eight years old and we were door to door. But I hear you. Yeah. And I rode my bike. You say street lights. I would ride my bike from, I'll give you an example. Grew up at Parmer and Mopac in Austin. Everybody that doesn't know where this is, you're not going to understand. I would ride my bike to the baseball card shop at Spicewood Springs in 183. That's far. Yeah. That's like what, two miles? At least. And I'm talking, I mean, I would go 
everywhere. I'd ride down Parmer Lane to go to Sonic. There's Walnut Creek Pool that was at Parmer and 35. We'd ride our freaking bike down Parmer Lane for two miles to get to Walnut Creek Pool because it had the big diving board. But realistically now, though, like how much how much bigger, how much more bigger is it now and like crazy traffic over there and a lot of development, a lot more people over there but you from ride when you were a sidewalk. kid. I know, but when you were a kid there, there wasn't a lot of development over there. You're still really in the outskirts of town. Now, Parmer and Mopac, you're in the middle of town. Well, I think the difference, too, is, like, I mean, I used to walk. There was, like, a little family video around the corner from my house. I used to walk there all the time and by myself. I was, like, 10 years old, and I'd go get a movie, and I'd come back. But I think the difference now is if I saw a 10-year-old walking by themselves, I'd be like, where's their parents? The society has changed in how we see people. So, like, if we see a yes. kid by themselves. You want to know what the problem is? The 24-hour news cycle because people yeah. read the bad stories. There, there was just as many crazy people back when we were growing I up. Know. We just didn't hear about it. Sure. That's it. I'm not arguing well, with that's that. what I'm saying. We just have changed as a society as how I'm we look at things. I'm more scared of people now. I'm just like, I don't want the risk. I'm a parent now. Like, if something were to happen to my kid, I would never be able to forgive myself because I let them go do something. Well, that's it. That's it. it. It would be terrible because I just thought, like, that's all right. They can go walk two miles and go have fun. And then they get kidnapped. Something happens. And I'm just like, crap. I made that decision because I thought it was okay for them to go. I don't know if I'd be able to live with myself for that. I, listen, I'm not saying I would be happy if something happened to my kid, but and it would be hard to get over. Yes, it's not like I want something to go up bad to happen to my kid, but I want my kid to be able to experience kid things and be a kid and explore. And that's what, to me, growing up, that's what I got to do, and that's how I see what kids are supposed to do. That's how it's they're supposed Isn't to Isn't that live. how it works, though? Yeah. Isn't the normal what you grew up with? Probably. Like you yeah. grew up that way? That's normal to you. Yeah, it is normal to me. It's so normal to me. Like, I just think it's like, I, cool, I'd ride my bike to school every single day across Parmer Lane up to my school. I mean, just two different two different things. Speaking of normal, Spe- where's Aaron Rodgers going? Oh, man, speaking of a crybaby and being normal and being a little baby, like being a brat, you acting like a little kid. Aaron Rodgers, do you see what he's doing now? No. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. To teammates, he's been calling their GM, Jerry Krause, making fun of him because you know how. Explain to him. Okay. 
M2. You know who Aaron Rodgers is? Yeah, I do. He's dating uh, Shailene Woodley now. Uh, they're engaged. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Yes. That's how you know him. He plays for the Green Bay Packers. He's the quarterback. Quarterback. And he's supposedly one of the greatest of all times. He's coming up towards the end of his career. He's older now. So last year in the NFL draft, the Packers traded up and drafted a quarterback who they saw as maybe going to be his replacement down the road. So Aaron Rodgers got to be ready for things like that. Yeah, he's, well, he's been in for a long time. Yeah, he's right? like 38 years old, I, something like that. And he got his feelings hurt that they didn't that they drafted a quarterback, and now he's pouting and he wants out of Green Bay. He wants them to get rid of him. Like I, I don't want to be here anymore because they didn't do what he wanted to do. They didn't tell him. They didn't uh, get approval from him to draft a quarterback. But what's so crazy is when he was drafted in the NFL, Brett Favre was the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, and they drafted Aaron Rodgers pretty much in the same spot because they knew Brett Favre was on the end of the road and they needed to have his replacement. But it was all fine and dandy then. And here's the problem. You know what? who doesn't make good GMs? Great players. players. Great players don't make good GMs. Go look at Michael Jordan. How's he done at evaluating talent as an owner in the NBA? Not very good. Awful. Because the greatest players are the worst talent evaluators because they have the they're the top echelon because of their work ethic, their fight, everything. Whereas the middle of the road guy, he can see everything. He has to have, be good at everything, evaluate, see it differently. Whereas you're the best of the best, you just dominate it. You didn't have to scrap. I mean, you had to scrap because you had to get there, but. Aaron Rodgers trying to tell them how to run, and now he's over there making fun of the GM because Jerry Krause was the GM of the Bulls back in the 90s, and none of the players liked him. And they thought he was a little squirrely nerd, and they blamed him for all their problems. To me, this is a prime example of, like, I'll compare it with, like, spoiling your child, right? You have a child. Yes. And you tell you, the the child grows Coddle. up thinking, "Oh, I can do whatever." And you don't mom let and your dad kid ride his bike anywhere. And mom and dad are gonna let me do it. All I have to do is just go. I want this, and mom and dad's gonna let me do it. That's what the Packers have been doing with Aaron Rodgers the whole time he's been there. Hey, Aaron, you tell us what head coach we should hire. Hey, Aaron, are we running the right routes? Should we do other plays? Tell you what, you call the plays out hey, there. Hey, Aaron, when we get down to the two-yard line so we can pad your stats, we won't call any running plays. We'll throw it every single time to make it look like you're the best ever. Oh, Aaron, look at these jerseys that we designed. Do you like these? Should we change it? Ooh, you, do you tell like us, this, Aaron. Do you like this tint of green? No? Okay, all right. Aaron, Aaron, do you like where we put the Gatorade bottles on the sideline? No, You no. tell us, Aaron. Yeah. And then the GM wants to make a decision without telling Aaron Rodgers, and guess what? What's the spoiled brat going to do? Well, to be fair, it sounds like they kind of perpetuated the situation, so that's it's kind of their fault. I, and that, I and that's what think... I'm saying, Coach. It's, it's, the, it's the parents' fault. Yeah, I don't think... Aaron should be making obviously this is going to happen he's at a different point in his career right but also why didn't like the Packers along the line be like hey like you can't keep doing this we can't keep putting you in this position you're a great quarterback you're a good asset to the team and you can help us with certain things but there's also parts where we're going to draw the line they never draw the line so now that's why it sounds like he's Throwing a fit. This is the football culture. Like, you see with Tom Brady. Hey, Tom, you're such a superstar. This is your team, Tom. You tell the team whatever you want. You run the team wh- however you want. Even the head coach is like, I feel uh, like there's a little difference than Tom Brady because it, he got a whole lot of rings. Hey, hey not, I think Tom Brady does a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not, you know say, what I'm saying? I'm not so, saying who's hey, better. Hey, I think Tom, I'm, I'm going to listen to Tom. I mean, and it's compare, like but, I was okay. seeing online, comparing him to Jerry Krause is kind of rude. Jerry Krause won six titles. Yes. 
That guy had one six times. You don't know anything about Jerry Krause? You want to learn? Watch the Michael Jordan documentary. It's amazing. The Last Dance. Yes, The Last Dance. And this is the last time M2, she's got to go. That okay. Was her, that was her last comment. You got to go. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. got to go work out at the boxing ring. Got, yeah, I got to keep my aggression up. I have like three more minutes. We got another. We got another topic. No, I, I, yeah, and I and then Terry Bradshaw came out. He said something funny on you Colin Cowherd. Oh yeah, he's he's an old guy and he's yeah. always makes. He has he has a TV show now. Right? Yeah, he does. Yeah. The Bradshaws are living with the Bradshaws. Yeah, he's hilarious. And he told him. He said, "You know what the Packers need to do? They need to tell him. Okay, then retire, dumbass. Like go ahead and retire. We're not trading you anywhere. You want to play? Play here. If not, kick rocks. They and, should. But." He's a commentator, right? Yes. So that's his, like, commentating to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, basically. I feel like he would say that in real life, though. He would say it in real life. He's saying, like, look, we wouldn't have done that back in my – he goes, when I was a quarterback, I mean, the Steelers drafted this guy in the third round, this guy in the fourth round. They're all quarterbacks. They're all coming for my job. And I saw that as, hey, guess what? I'm going to go out there and I'm going to whoop your ass. Like, that's what you have to think. I'm going to whoop your ass. Sorry that you – I didn't like – they didn't ask me if I wanted him to draft a quarterback. They always got a plan for the future – Cool. I'll just outshine them. And that's what Aaron – quit being a stupid brat baby. You're supposed to be one of the best of all time, and you're worried about this Jordan Love kid. Stop it. It's so annoying. But it's but hard But do you to, agree that they probably shouldn't have babied him so hard along the way? Well, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. That, 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 here, here's the problem. With superstars, with celebrities, you have yes people because you don't want to ma- make them mad. Sort of like I'm watching 30 Rock right now. What? Have you ever watched 30 Rock? Yeah, but what does that have to do with this? Tracy Morgan's character on there, Tracy Jordan. Okay. He has two bodyguards, and they were always letting him win at video games, at basketball, and then every joke he said, he would laugh and laugh and laugh. And Kenneth the Page hangs out with him one day and beats him at Halo. And he's like, what? You can? I'm supposed to win. And then Kenneth's like, no, you're not that good. And then Kenneth goes, you just said that joke a minute ago. He's like, and he Ask his entourage. He's like, wait, you guys have been doing that the whole time? Just let me win? And he's like, yeah. He's like, you guys are fired. You're fired. Because he wanted them to treat them like real people. But that most celebrities don't. They don't. They want you to be their yes people because yes. they're the greatest ever. And you just say yes. And if you don't say yes, if you push back, you're out of the circle. You're out of the circle of trust because what you are supposed to do is elevate them. You. It's not about you. It's about them and everything they say and do is right and if you want to be part of it, you're a yes person. If not, take the bus home. Do you feel like even like the like the truly greatest of all time have that? Yes. People I, around them. Yeah. Because oh I feel gosh, like some of them, some of them have like some really good humility, and the only way to have humility is you have people around you that are keeping you honest, right? I feel like when you're at that level, the only person you can probably really trust is your like your wife. But sometimes even then, I feel like the wife is like in it for because of who they are. Unless you've been with them, like LeBron James's wife, they've been together since high school. That's different. So that's different. But it's so like, maybe LeBron James is the unicorn in this. He's the one that's kind of kept that humility. Do you think? I, I think he's listen. I, I yes, he's awesome. I, I, I think LeBron James is amazing. Yes, because he has been a in the spotlight since he was 15, 14, 15 years old on the cover of Sports Illustrated. That is ginormous for a high school kid to be on there. And he has handled everything. Pretty damn good. Everything with grace, humility. He stayed out of trouble. He's done so much positive, building schools for kids. So there are the rare ones that are grounded and have that. Okay, so who are the other unicorns, though? That's what I want mm. you guys to answer. Shaq. Shaq's okay. a real good one. Yeah, I feel like he's still really funny, too. Yes. So Shaq, LeBron James. Um, I think Peyton Kobe Manning. Bryant was. 
You guys feel that way about Kobe Bryant? Uh, he had, no, he had he, trouble. He had some troubles. Okay. Some in Colorado there. hotel room. Oh, but uh, I feel like maybe he got on a. a we, good no, path he did. At one he point. did. Okay. But I, I would say Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Okay. He's another one. Uh, even if you don't like him, Tom Brady. I mean, he's done nothing. Nothing bad. Yeah, he's kept that that family values really strong. Drew Brees. Drew Brees, good one. Although Tom, you see t- little, you see Tom out a little more now. Like you know, I'd never seen him drunk before until this last Super Bowl, and then he's on the boat parade or whatever, and he's completely wasted. I mean, he came and walked. They had to like walk him out. I've never seen him like that. Well, and ever. just as like an outside fan that just knows of him, I feel like that has to do with the fact he's not with the Patriots anymore because he had this like reputation to uphold and keep getting rings, and now he's kind of on like the fun part of his career. Now he gets to enjoy it. Yeah, a little more. I see that. I guess. I also think maybe he drank at those ones in Pitts or in New England. But at the end of the parade, you're up on stage, and then you go backstage, and you don't see it. This, they're coming off the water, dude. and a little, bit, a little bit more alcohol in the sun. You get drunk quicker on the water, and the waves, and the, I mean, everything could mess with him. But also, I think the pressure of, oh, my God, he's washed up, he's washed up, and he was so focused last season. That's what Morgan number two is saying. And he goes into Tampa Bay so focused, and he feels the pressure because he wants to prove so hard, and he does. And it's just like, wow, we won that Super Bowl, and just – yeah, that's he, what she just said. He let loose, yeah. and I love it. But yeah, so but like, like even at the UFC fight, he was just—you never saw Tom Brady at a sporting event like a UFC fight yeah. ever. I, and now I he's have chilling to with his, he's with like his boys. Fun now. Looks like it. Yeah. So those are the ones. I mean, that I can think off the top of my head. Deshaun Watson. Oh. <laughs> we don't know. No comment. No comment. <laughs> No. Well, we found a few unicorns. I just joking. Yes, but for most of them, you have the yes people. Have the yes yeah. people. That's it. But there are unicorns. That gives me hope. Yes, there, yeah. and that should. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you, Morgan Number Bye, Two. Friend. Thank you, Morgan Number Two. Have a good boxing spar. <laughs> yeah. You and, fight people? Yeah, five people. Really? Like yeah. randos well, hanging out? Newly sparring no, no. people. Yes. Hey, what? she sees people in the gym. Goes, I want her. <laughs> that that one. <laughs> Morgan, she just works the front desk. You're going to pick the wrong girl one day. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't do that. I must but let me you. tell you, that first time that I sparred, they, I, I was petrified of hitting somebody, getting hit. And as soon as I saw gloves coming at me, it was like fight or flight instinct so fast. I was like, nope, I'm at them. I'm like, I'm throwing punches. So you went. Yeah. Did you win? Which is, I didn't do you, do anticipate. You, do you declare a winner? No, not when you're just practicing no, but, but, sparring. But you know, but you hey, know, Is there right? any, any point you want to throw a kick? Yeah, I mean, you you just want to throw all your body you like get off of me. You can't though; it's boxing. Yeah, it de- yeah, it depends what you're doing. It's not Some MMA. things you can you can kick, but no, what I'm doing, no, it's just boxing. Okay, so before you leave, real quick, okay. so, so do you have an internal understanding of who won after a spar? I mean, you have an idea. Like this one, this one person that I had went up against. It was both of our first time. Girl. So it's, yeah. Uh, all, yes. All, always I, girl. I'm afraid to go up against a guy that scares me. Um, but yeah, both like our she had maybe sparred somebody else one more time, so we were both very new. But, like, you could tell we both – you know when you get a good hit off. I don't think we had a winner, but I knew when I hit her really good, and she knew when she hit me really good. Now, question, do you hit in the boobs? Because that has to hurt. I mean, yeah. you hit everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But boobs. doesn't that hurt like hell? I mean, like, for her, I was watching her body, and she kept opening up her stomach, so I kept hitting her in the body stomach. Shots. Right, that's good. But body I'm shots. saying, do you ever aim for the boob? Because, you know, Not intentional the... unless it's open, unless, like, their arms are open, and you're like, I'm it's just done. going at it. I, I, I'm, I'm speculating. They but... don't hurt like balls. Oh. They – they can hurt, not the way that you guys get Man, hit. With ours, okay. you can take and us there, out. And you can take out. us out for thirty minutes. Yeah, no, 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 no. It will hurt. Okay. And it'll be painful, but it won't be like it will knock you out. For Watch. The fight. Let me show you. Let me kick you in the nuts real quick. Stop it right there. Okay. <laughs> 
stop right That's so cool. I can yeah. I can we come see you fight? Well, no. Well, or I'm she has planning a match. to do the charity boxing match next. Well, they March. couldn't find her. Uh, stop it. Yeah. So I was supposed to do it in June, but they couldn't find me an opponent. Yeah. Oh, everyone's so. too scared? What? They're scared of you? I don't know, apparently. I mean, I would put money on you. Yeah. Straight up. After I had like seen myself in that fight or flight instinct, I'm like, yeah, I have a lot more confidence in the ring now. This is so cool. All right, go fight. Yeah. All right, go fight. Okay, bye Go friends. fight, win. Kick, kick their ass. See hey, guys. on the way out, happy birthday, Patrick Turner. Happy Coach. birthday. Yeah, Coach, today is my birthday. Patrick. 30, 33, hit me with a shout out on the Sore Losers. Shout listener, out. Listeners, episode one, let's go. Happy birthday, Patrick Turner. He's listened to every single episode? I mean, everybody says that, but there's no way. How many episodes do we have? Like 26. No, you no, no, no. You load them up. I, I don't number them, though. I used to number them in the beginning. It doesn't tell you what the total number of episodes are? Oh, it does. Now that you say that, I think it does. I mean, I would guess we're at 500. I would guess you're way off. Like under or over? Uh, under, 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 under. So we're more than 500? No, under 500. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been doing this for three years, Coach. Yeah. I No, I understand what you're saying. And we, and we never take weeks off. Oh. Even when we do have a week off, we we how much did you say? Five around five hundred. You looked. No, I didn't. I swear to God. I swear to God, I did not look. Five fourteen. Wow! I'm telling you, dude. You think about it. We've been doing this for so long, and we don't take weeks off because we record ahead if we're gonna go on vacation. I mean, we were so stupid in the beginning, though. Five days a week, like it was idiots. so stupid. But we were told to do that. We were just, told to do five days yeah, a week, and like idiots, we're like, no, okay, we'll do five it days was just a week. Too much. It's way too much. Way too much. Some people still think like the the they'll ask me like, hey, you still doing that podcast? Like, oh, damn, how do you do five days a week? I'm like, we don't, we don't. Yeah. And people say, Oh, you guys should go back to five no, days a week. As much as we love you guys, hard. it was just hard. And, and it wasn't as good. We weren't as good then. And and I love doing the podcast. It's just that when five days a week comes, like you're literally thinking of five days of content. And you're like, I don't we just don't have all that. Yeah, it's tough. And I do like getting content. Thinking about it, writing it down, and being like, okay, I'll save that for Wednesday. Ooh, cool, cool. I'll talk about that on Friday. That's a better feeling to me for a better show. Yes. You know what now, I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? How about, did you see what oh, DK... can I tell you real quick Go ahead. what happened at my kid's baseball game? Oh, no, again. So I've always just called the coach's coach. Okay. I see him. I walk up. Hey, what's up, coach? Hey, Eddie, how's it going? Hey, Eddie, good to see you, man. Good, good. Hey, all right. Eddie, good to see you. We're going to win today. Whatever, right? Yeah. For the first time yesterday, I walk up and I say, how's it going, coach? Hey, coach, how you doing? He called me coach back. And then another parent shows up and they go, hey, coach. And he goes, hey, coach, good to see you, coach. Hey, he started to call everyone coach. I thought you were going to say, then he said, I love the podcast. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm assuming maybe he listens to the podcast and probably gets coached from there. But now he's starting to call everyone coach, even parents that aren't coaches. Because it's our go-to, you know, like if one of them's a coach and you see a parent and they're like, hey, will you go uh, tell coach over there? And you don't need to know their names. Just say coach. It's the best thing in the whole wide world. Yeah, you know? That's a good point. You know, like, oh, a ball went over there. Like, hey, will you give me that ball, coach? Thanks, coach. And then everyone's like, no problem, coach. It's one of the greatest things in the world. That's pretty cool. It's neat, and I was really excited, but then I really thought you were going to no, say. I don't think that many people listen to our podcast, Coach. 
thing. I, I just, re- I really. And don't. so, like when we were playing golf that time, and they were talking about that I, podcast, I those thought, two guys, and you were like, "Oh my god, they're going to say something." They, so they, the- they said, "I overheard them saying, oh my gosh, I was listening to this great podcast.' I was today. cracking me up. Sports podcast, hilarious." And I'm like, "Oh, this is it. This is where he says sore losers." And no, he mentioned some other. He said Jim and Chris, and we're like, "Oh, okay. yeah, it sounds good, yeah, man, Jim and Chris." Yeah. Speaking of Chris, uh, email we are the sore losers at gmail.com. What up, coaches? Just wanted to make sure you have an email to read for Wednesday's show. We all still love the podcast and want to let you guys know you have been killing it this year. You guys have us all cracking up and have some good sports talk, too. Keep up the good work, and I'll hang up and listen. P.S. The Facebook group is a lot better than those folks over on Twitter. Sore Losers Nation, Sore Losers Chris. Keep up. I'll hang up and listen. Yeah, Chris is doing a good job on that. I did see you post on there, though, the other day. Like, were you thirsty? Were you thirsty? No, for no, no. Like, I was what just were bo- you, no, no, no. What I, were you fishing for? No, no. What I was looking for is there wasn't many threads on the Facebook page. There hadn't been a lot of talk, so I just wanted to get people going again. So you asked, do you, you are still, you still like liking the, the pod? That's it. Just something to bring people to the page so they'll start talking again. Because I felt like there was no one, there was no chatter on the Facebook page. There wasn't a lot of t- chatter on Twitter. So I was just trying to get something going to get people talking mm-hmm. again and get people interacting. And I was just bored at home. I put it up, boom, and nice. That was it. That was the only reason. There was nothing really secretive behind. It. I wasn't thirsty or anything like Somebody that. Somebody said they do want more UFC, and, and I'm down. I love UFC. I love UFC. It's just, I even watch fight nights. I, I watch if UFC's on. I'm watching it. I right. don't. I don't buy the pay per views. I uh, see. But I do find out what happened, and I, I know enough to, like, talk about what happened. Like, I didn't see the one where the dude broke his leg, but but I, oh. I, I, I saw he said enough. The pain, he said the pain brought him to tears. Coach, I, I, I came up with a great idea. What, break our leg? I just feel like there are 30 for 30s, great documentaries, right? They're cool. Yeah. Uh, what's the college show that he always talks about? Um, uh, Last Chance You. Last Chance You. All these good sports shows. Do you remember the Tyke uh, the one that's like a show about the little little football. Pee-wee? Yeah, Tykes, Cowboy Tykes, Friday Night Tykes Tight- or something. Titan Tyke, Tykes Titans. Whatever, great show, right? Yeah. I feel like the UFC needs a injury show. Like you show the injury of what happened, and then you Did- spend like whatever the next month or two months. Because every time I see a fight, I start thinking like, dang, this guy's gonna hurt tomorrow. I want to see what, and they don't ever, unless you do a deep dive on like, hey, does that, how did that person end out with that concussion? Like, are they all right? Hey, why did are you they... telling me? You should write this down and pitch it. Well, these are our friends, you know? Maybe someone's a producer out there and has the money to fund it. Maybe we can talk to UFC. I'm, ta- I'm saying, like, we need a show where we see, we see what happens to these guys the, the next, next week. The next day. The next week. The next month. Like, the dude with the leg. I want to see him rehab like Alex Smith. I want to see him come back from that leg and what he had to do. What happened to him five minutes after that that, that 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 occurred? Where did he go? To the hospital? No, I just went back to his locker room, took a shower. Coach, I'm talking, get the cameras, follow him to the hospital, see the procedure go down, and then talk to him the next morning, and then see his rehab back. And then you have a whole setup for the next time he enters the ring. Yeah. Even th- this, this weekend, even this weekend, there was a girl. Like, my mom never watches UFC, and she's watching with me. And she's like, you like this? I'm like, Mom, I love it. And my wife's it's amazing. Like, my wife's like, we love it. Like, we watch it every weekend. She's like, I've never really sat down to watch it. So she sits down to watch, and there's two girls fighting. And it was an illegal leg kick where... The downed opponent? The girl was down, and, and she just gave her a good heel to the temple of the head, and she just kind of falls over, and she's out. It didn't even look that hard, but she yeah. it was just hit the right spot. She was out. And my mom was like, oh, my gosh. And they kept showing it over and over. She's like... 
I hope she's okay. Like, I hope she's okay. I'm like, Mom, this happens all the time. <laughs> like, they're going to be okay. <laughs> she's going to be up in two minutes. And you'd and, like to see where how they are okay. Well, she woke up the next My wife, my mom woke up on Sunday, and she's like, I can't stop thinking about that girl that got hit last night. And I'm like, Mom, that's amazing because I, I, I do too sometimes. And you that's know? where the, the, the idea was born? And I'm thinking, like, we need a show to follow this girl the next day. Like, what does she remember from that kick? We never even talked to her. When she goes out, we we never see her again. They talk to the winner. They go interview the winner, but we never even have an update of like, hey, you know what? It turns out she's okay. It was just a little thing, whatever. Yeah, I would like them to talk to the loser like they do at the end of like a Super Bowl or NCAA championship. They're, oh, we're outside the losing rock locker room. With, <laughs> it's all know, dismal. Yeah, with uh, head coach Mark Few. Well, so, Mark, what you what'd you tell you? Yeah, I mean, you know, they room? played better than us. Uh, obviously, we didn't perform the way we wanted to, but uh, we're going to come back next year stronger. I, I know the emotions are, are, are hard right now. Looks like you've been crying. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah, I, I hug you guys, and, uh, and so um, I just want to say thank you for taking your time, the time. Yeah, thank you guys. All right, bye. Appreciate it. But I mean, like, <laughs> hey, 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 um, <laughs> hey, Samantha, you know, you just got knocked out out there. How are you feeling? I, I want to know, Samantha, did you see the kick coming? What, where did you get your memory back? What did, did you see? Do, do you remember that you were in a fight tonight? <laughs> yeah, like what did she just like? I just remember us being on the ground, and then next thing you know, I woke up. I'm in the hospital. Like, I, don't you want to know what happens? Or is yeah, like, is this just me? I think it might be a little too crazy. graphic. Graphic? The Alex Smith documentary was super graphic, but a great story. Right. But Graphic? You know, but, but coach, the, coach, UFC is, is graphic. I, I'm saying the Alex Smith documentary took two years. So I'm not going to remember a fighter two years from now. because All some, you have to do is show the fight. No, but some of these fighters are like two fights and they're done with their career. That's it. And so you never ever hear from them again. No, so, uh, no I, there are a lot of them I watch, and they well, say they say before the fight, oh, we're excited for this fight. Yeah, so he's, and been, so, he's been out of the ring he's for been two out of the years. Ring for it's two like, years okay, because see. of it. I want to see what happened in those two years. I want to see a wife being really upset that he won't stop fighting. And he's just like, I have to fight. I have to fight. Look at your leg. You don't even remember what happened yesterday because your head's so messed up. I want to fight. I want to see that. What's your name? See, I told you you don't remember anything because you're been getting busted in the head too much. Dang, okay, man. It's just me, man. I think it's a great idea. I think it's a great idea. I, I just wonder. I, I don't know if there's enough draw. It has to be a superstar or a big name. Does it? Dude, I'm not going to watch uh, Marcus Sm- Marcus Smith. Who's Never heard been, of him. What's his, what's his, exactly, uh, what's what's his what nickname? If, if he's been in the UFC for one, the two fighting fight, tiger. And he has rehab. I'm not uh, Marcus Smith. Not really Marcus about the Fighting Tiger. Like Smith. if it's John Bones Jones that's coming back from injury, okay. I'd watch that. Then let's watch that. But a superstar has to be the one that gets hurt. Like Chris Weidman. It, yes, it's interesting, and he's been around a long time. But he's old, man. He is old already. I wasn't even like I felt bad him him fighting because he was already old. Man, one of the coolest things when I was a kid. And what's crazy? Did you know that Anderson Silva broke his leg the same way fighting Weidman? No, that's. Like, yeah. Wow, that's weird. Yeah. Karma. Oh. <laughs> hey, you know what was cool when I was a kid? Uh, when Rocky Two came out, do you know why? Do you know how Rocky Two starts? Uh, tell me. Oh, he's Ro- in the hospital. Rocky One ends with the end of the fight, right? Yeah. Rocky Two starts with them on the way to the hospital, okay. and they meet each other there, and they're still fighting in the hospital in wheelchairs. Oh, you champ. I want a rematch, and they're trying to get to their hospital rooms. Like, that is what I want to see. After What happens after the fight? 
<laughs> I got like that. I got <laughs> like, like that. I'll never forget watching Rocket 2 and be like, this is what I'm talking about. It's sort of like uh, A Days of Thunder. Exactly. They're still guys, racing. They're, they're racing in the hospital. <laughs> and you don't see that. All you see is the race on Sundays. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think there's something there. You might be onto something. You might be onto something. I don't know. I- I'll talk to some producers about it. What else you got? DK Metcalf. Oh, yeah. Do you see this? No. This is awesome. So there was that play last year when he ran down Buda Baker from behind. Yes. And it was like, oh, my gosh, he's so fast. He has accepted an invitation into a professional track meet this weekend where he will run the 100-meter dash. Against real runners? Against real runners. This is cool. I think he's going to get smoked. Probably. But I don't know. I mean, you got to think, though, he's got pad weight. Yes. And he still hauls ass. These runners don't have weight like that. I don't even think they train. Do they train with weight like that? I don't think so. I mean, my whole thing is it's different from going still to full speed where he has a couple steps to gain. You know what I mean? Sure. He's already moving. Sure. He was moving in the wrong direction, though. But still, he's still moving. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're already... And you have 100 yards to catch Momentum, you. yeah, yeah. You have momentum. Whereas you're coming from the So blocks, he's trying to do a sprint? Maybe he should do a longer one. 100-yard dash. And I, I, it's intriguing. I, I, I want to say props to DK Metcalf for doing it. Like, I think it's great to get out of your comfort zone and try it because everybody, oh, I could be a good athlete at this. I could be a good athlete at this. But you don't ever do it. It's easy to say it. Sure. It's easy to talk it. So why not go out and try it? Was he a track it? star? Probably I don't wasn't. think so. He wasn't? I don't know. Was DK was DK Metcalf? So it was inter- interesting to see like these like players because we we're talking about our kids and like, well, well, if they like basketball more, should we just focus on basketball? No. Or like, you know, they like football more. Should we just focus on football? You read about these athletes; they're good at everything. They played every sport, and then eventually, at some point, they just give up the rest and then focus more on whatever. Yes, and most of these athletes will tell you, "I'm so good because I played all these sports." Oh, really? Because it, it taught me different muscle things and oh. reactions and how to, you know, your you built up different muscles. And so I don't know. I don't know if DK Metcalf ran track in high school or what. But I think it's exciting that he is actually going to do it. When does this go down? Uh, I think Saturday or Sunday. Let me look. Is it going to be on TV? I, it's uh, the 100 meters at the USA Track and Field Golden Games at Mount San Antonio College Track in Southern California. One of 15 men entered in the event. He took an in- to Instagram and Twitter to hint that he was up to this weekend with a short video that said, tr- on a track, May 9th, written on the screen, and I can't wait. I don't know if it's going to be on TV, but I will find it. That's legit. I mean, if it's not on TV, they'll because, stream listen, it live. They have to, because track, does, does anybody ever talk about track? This brings some buzz to track and field. No, but it's on on Saturdays. It is? Sometimes. <laughs> Collegiate track. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's pretty cool. That is cool. I, I mean, I'd watch it. You post the link on Twitter, and we'll if watch I can, it. if someone can find me a link to where this is going to be, I I'm would sure love B to watch Hans it. Live. Put it up. B hands knows everything. Yeah, he does. Dude's a technology genius. Mm-hmm. All right, you ready to go home? Yeah, done. All right, happy hump day. Man, I wish we had Ray here to tell us how much. Two minutes. Two minutes left. Yeah. One hour. Or shoot us with a gun. Or you five know. minutes left. Like when we're talking about DK Metcalf and he's mm-hmm. bored. Oh God, coach! <laughs> that that was scuba. <laughs> scuba. Like, come on, dude. Like. That's Ray's job, Scooby. You can't be, like, jumping in. Uh, I thought that was Ray for a second. Dude. I got excited. Get ready. What? Because I got to tell you, I've done a deep dive. I'm going to tell you all about this on Friday. What? 
into the NFTs. Yeah. The the moments not of, in real or tangible. Yeah. I I I'm I I spent an hour. Oh, or two oh hours. you're giving up. You're giving up. No. You lost money. No. You went broke. No. And I started looking at other people's like profiles uh-huh. and what they've sold and how much money uh-huh. they've made. Holy. That's what they want you to do. You what they want to, they want you to see how much money people have made. And like I almost tell you right now, and I've always told you, I still don't understand it. I don't get it is what you said. And I still, after looking at some of these guys' profiles. I don't get it. I don't get it, but they are raking it in. Okay. All right. So we'll talk all about it on Friday. Let us know. you're going to call me an idiot. What? <laughs> you're going to call me an idiot. <laughs> Why? I already think you're an idiot. Why? <laughs> no, no. For what I, just some of the talk, some of the. Okay. All right. Sounds mo- good. Some of the moments. So, yeah. Uh, all right, coach. Uh, you ready to go? We'll talk to you later. Oh, oh. What? Hey, dear coaches, this is from Jonah. I just got a cameo from Lunchbox at the end of the school year gift as I round out my freshman year at Texas A&M. It was absolutely fantastic, and I wanted to thank LB along with Eddie, Ray, and the whole cast of The Big Show for being my friends here in College Station. Also, I did get to go to two Aggie football games, which were absolutely awesome. Watch the Commodores and Razorbacks get their insert gunshot noise if Ray was here. And as the number of people in attendance, it was definitely limited capacity. It's just that all the people happened to end up in the student section, so that's why it looked so crowded on TV to you guys. Coach, it was very crowded. You can see the cloud of corona above you guys. Yes, because we always make fun of A&M games, but he wanted to set the record straight. (laughs) I'll hang up and listen. Thanks for all you do, putting a smile on my face, no matter how hectic my school life has been. Your semi-recent addition to the Sore Losers Nation, Jonah. Jonah. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, man, thanks for writing in. That was really nice. And gig him. Yeah, and you're a little late on football season. We could have used that feedback back then. But Well, when did you get this? You probably got this last oh, year. Oh, shoot, I got it in August. Exactly. Oh, All right, we're out of here. All right. Goodbye, all right. everyone. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Ray, if you're listening, you suck. <laughs> you think Ray goes back and listens? Probably not. No, probably not. Uh, my dad listens every day. He calls to give me feedback. Does he really? Yeah. I would do this different. <laughs> Well, I don't know about that segment. I don't know. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits... LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 